What's good, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I'm your host of the day, Jared Hamilton. It's a pleasure having you in the little studio today. So I have a really interesting episode today to talk to you about because it's a little bit different because a lot of the episodes lately, you know, have been dealing with a little bit deeper stuff, like whether it be, you know, the deep intricacies of emotional eating or a lot of crazy deep psychology or, you know, all this other stuff that can sometimes be a little bit hard to swallow or absorb, or you might have to listen to it a couple of times. But today it's a little bit lighter of a, of a topic, but it's super important though. Like this is super, super important. Um, but still actionable where you can just start implementing what I'm about to show you like today and start reaping the benefits in like three months because this game takes time. So um, here's the thing. I want to talk to you about the five ways to boost your metabolism. But naturally though, without the use of supplements, without the use of um, having to buy anything extra, without the use of, you know, a lot of the hocus pocus bullshit, a lot of people are, um, putting out there, you know what I mean? Like people are like, Oh, take this metabolism booster pill or, Oh, do this or that. So here's the thing. I'm going to tell you these exact five strategies you can boost your metabolism because a lot of people think their metabolism is just slow, which isn't always the case. Like very, very rarely is that the case. Most people just are eating way more than what they think. Like Jared, I eat 1200 calories and I just, my metabolism is so slow, but they 1200 calories Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, they've got like 20,000 calories they put down in like tacos. Um, that's not a slow metabolism. That's just too many calories. So, but let's talk about that. The five ways to boost your metabolism naturally. Okay. So number one is calories. So here's the thing. I know I just said most people are usually overeating the calories, which is the case, but, um, but with that being said, sorry, my dog's trying to get comfy on his bed. Um, but you have to eat enough calories still, because here's the thing you have to understand. Do you have to be in a deficit to lose weight? Yes. Now, one of the, of the things that comes with the territory of being in a deficit, you are in what's called a negative energy balance, where you're taking in less than what your body burns and your body is going to adapt to that new level by losing body fat. So one of the best ways to manipulate metabolism is your calorie intake. This is why sometimes having diet breaks can come in, why sometimes coming out of your deficit and into maintenance or even a slight surplus for a little bit can be super beneficial or not dieting for six months straight, okay? That's why with this, um, calories are one of the biggest ways you can contribute to your metabolism because a lot of people will go from eating 3,000 calories to like 800 I'm telling you right now, yeah, you'll use a little bit of fat, but then you are also going to, your metabolism is going to adapt to the new low. So then you're going to slowly stop losing. This is why what happens, people will do like, let's say they eat 2000 calories then they drop their, their calories. to let's say 1500, that's a little bit much in my opinion, but, um, then their body, then they lose a little bit of weight. Then they plateau because their body acclimated to the new 1500. Then they, um, go from 1500 to 1200 because they weren't losing. Then their body acclimated and they they lost some weight, then they plateaued. Then they went from 1,200 to 900, then 900 to 800, then 800 to 700. And then the body just, it's it's making, and then it's slowly slowing down its metabolism to acclimate to the new low because your body is all about adaptation, right? Everything your body does is to adapt and make things um, less energy expensive, so to speak. So that's why you have to be careful with your calorie intake, not letting it drop too low. That's why 
having things where you come out of your diet and come do you have a diet break or rock maintenance for a little while to get your calorie and take a little bit higher so you can go back down later. I just, uh, one of my tribe members, we just had him do this where he was dieting and he ended up like getting like, I can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say his calories off the top of my head were quite a bit lower. They were like low two thousands, um, or even maybe like 1800, but slowly were basically reverse dieted or diet breaked him back up to where he was back around the 3000 calorie mark without gaining weight back. Now it's easier for us to go from 3000 to like 2800, 2700, and he'll lose weight because it's a matter of the game where it's, 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 really beneficial to have diet breaks and to come out of your deficit for a while to give your body um, a little bit to acclimate to higher calorie ranges. Otherwise, it's just going to keep slowing down to acclimate. So don't just be so quick to drop your calories. I get some of the most crazy DMs from people. They're like, hey, what's the lowest amount of calories it's saved to, to lose weight? Like just the, the intent behind that question, the fact that someone's asking, hey, I'm trying to eat as little as possible. How much is safe? Versus you're thinking about it wrong. You want to try to get away with eating as many calories as possible while losing. See the difference? It's 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 one of those things where you want to have your calorie intake as high as possible while losing fat, even though your goal is fat loss. You see what I mean? Because your total calorie intake really manipulates and dictates a lot of your, your metabolism. Okay? So that's the first one, calories. Having a higher calorie intake. That's why also I'm a fan of small deficits, not big deficits. Number two, protein. Not necessarily a supplement, just protein as a macronutrient. Protein, having a higher protein intake as a whole will help keep your metabolism higher. Why? A couple of reasons. Number one, um, it builds and maintains and preserves tissue. More tissue, more muscle tissue you have on you, usually the more calories you burn. So with that being said, if you don't take enough protein while losing fat, muscle has a tendency to go bye-bye. So then you lose, let's say you lose 10 pounds of tissue versus 10 pounds of fat tissue. Like let's say you lose 10 pounds of muscle versus 10 pounds of fat, your metabolism will slow down just because you're, the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn. Okay. That's why it's super important to have a higher protein intake somewhere around, depending on how much you have to lose, somewhere around half a gram to one gram per pound of body weight. So that means if you weigh 150 pounds, chances are you need to be taking in around 150, but let's say you weigh like 300 pounds and you uh, have a lot of weight to lose, you may need like 150 to 200 grams. So just dependent on how much you have to lose, you're looking at around half a gram to one gram per pound of body weight is the, the goal target for protein because you're in a deficit. Because that's the thing is while you're in a deficit, like we talked about just a minute ago, you're in a negative energy balance. So you're losing fat, right? So you're not just going to lose fat, you're going to lose everything, fat, muscle tissue, anything your body can burn. But that's why if you have a higher protein intake, it's going to have less chances of you muscle wasting where you're getting rid of tissue and burning it. That way you can preserve as much as possible to keep your metabolism high. You see what I mean? That's why you want to have a higher protein intake. But then having a higher protein intake by itself just makes fat loss simpler and easier because uh, protein has the highest thermic effect of food. You know, TEF, if you want to, for the sciencey people out there, uh, basically means that your body burns more calories while it's being digested. It's just like your body, you eat protein and your body's like, fuck, it's going to take a minute. And it just takes a lot more energy to break it down, to use it as fuel and to, 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 for your body to assimilate it and all that other stuff. It's just a little bit more hard, more difficult. So your body burns calories while it's being eaten, if that makes sense. But also it's super satiating. You know, if you're next time you're super hungry, try eating like 
eight ounces of chicken breast and tell me how hungry you are afterwards. It's so just from a fat loss standpoint, super convenient um, for those facets, but from a metabolism boosting standpoint, having a higher protein intake will keep your metabolism elevated um, in general. So number three, strength training. This is why I'm not a, like, you don't even have to do cardio for fat loss. A lot of people are like, Hey man, how much, how much cardio do I have to do? But you don't have to do any. You know, if you want to eat more, do some to just burn more calories so you can have more food. Yeah, you can do some cardio, but bare minimum, you should be doing strength training, in my opinion. It's a staple in all my fat loss coaching clients that everyone, to no matter what their goal is, does some form of strength training. Because just like with the protein example, the more tissue you have, and I'm not talking about getting big and bulky or looking like Arnold or the Hulk or anything like that, just being strong and having some lean muscle tissue and definition is going to help your fat loss tremendously because what happens is the more tissue you have on you, you're going to be burning more calories 24 seven, not just when you're in the gym. Okay. Imagine this, imagine two trucks side by side, you know, just two identical trucks. One has a truckload, a bed load of rocks in it. And the other is empty. Like one bed is completely maxed out to capacity with like heavy, heavy rocks. And the other one doesn't have any, who's going to get better fuel economy. Okay, it's going to be the one with no no rocks in it, right? Okay, let me ask you this. Which one's, imagine that's you, right? Imagine if there's you and your twin brother or twin sister and you one has an empty backpack and one has a backpack full of cinder blocks. Who's going to burn more calories walking a mile? Of course, it's going to be the one with a heavier backpack. That's like, that's that's the example I'm given for having more tissue. If you put on, if you have just five pounds of muscle tissue on you, just five pounds, now, for those of you freaking out about getting bigger bulky right now, if I put five pounds of muscle tissue on you, you wouldn't know it because muscle's so dense, it would not take much at all to add five pounds to you. So just having adding five, five pounds to you of tissue, of muscle, you, wouldn't, you would burn more calories 24 seven because that's the thing. No matter what you do when you go to the gym, you're going to burn calories. Whether you hop on the treadmill, hop on the bike or strength train, you're going to burn calories. What I'm more concerned about is how many calories you're burning the rest of the day. Because if you, let's say you only do cardio, you go home, your calorie burning goes back down to normal. But let's say you, but let's say you, um, strength train and you build some tissue. Now you're burning more calories, just walking around. Cause now you got to walk around with, it's like adding a five pound backpack or a 10 pound backpack. You're going to burn more calories as a whole because you have tissue, more muscle. So, um, yeah, that, hopefully that makes sense. So that's why strength training, you know, three, four days a week is tremendous for fat loss, but also helping help keeping your metabolism elevated. All right. And boosting it, so to speak, even though that sounds super cheesy. Number four, sleep. Super not very sexy or exciting. It's like the most beneficial, sleep feels like the most beneficial waste of time ever, right? <laughs> super beneficial. We have to do it, but it's just another eight hours, right? So you have to sleep. If you're not sleeping, you're fucked. I shouldn't say you're not, you're not, I shouldn't say you're fucked. You're, you're really limiting your capabilities of what you could be doing because back to, going back to all the stuff we've talked about with protein and calories being higher and strength training. If you don't recover, assume you don't get the goals you want because the whole point of let's say protein intake is to recover better. The whole point of having a higher calorie intake is so you have more, more calories to recover and function with. Well, if you're not sleeping, you are not recovering. Okay. That's why sleep needs to be of the utmost importance. If honestly, if you want to do the most lazy thing ever to get the best results possible, sleep more. Like legitimately, if you want to do one thing in the most lazy fashion possible that will have the, the biggest ROI for you, return on investment, so to speak, is sleep more. 
and more soundly um, and more hours when you go to bed. You will literally burn more calories, build more muscle tissue, and then in turn burn more fat and feel better and have more energy by sleeping more, okay? Or sleeping better, so to speak. So you have to sleep. Um, and, and if you're having issues sleeping, I'm going to give you a few tactics on that. If you're like having just, you're like, man, I just can't get to sleep or I sleep like eight or nine hours. It just doesn't feel very sound. So here's a few tips. Number one, cut your caffeine back a little bit. Try to cut it, either cut it, cut it back, either the dosage or like if you have like an energy drink or a coffee at four, back that up to like two, slowly back that up. Next one, one of the biggest things that'll help have a pitch down, pitch black, dark room. Like you should not be able to see any light in your room, not even out of like an alarm clock or out of the bottom of the door because it mixes with your melatonin levels, okay? The other thing, get your gut health on point because you have more melatonin in your gut than in your brain. So with that being said, if you're bloated, gassy, lethargic, and your stomach's upset half the time, it's going to fuck with how much melatonin you your body can produce. So fix that. Get your gut health on point. Having more fiber, more fruits and vegetables, um, and stop eating foods that you may be intolerant to. Uh, another one, keep your room cool. If you're hot, you're not going to be able to sleep as well. Get, I mean, I want to say, if I remember right, optimal sleep temperatures in your bedroom are like, I want to say like 62 to 68 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's colder, right? Um, and then if you can, limit blue light exposure, like from electronics, like your computer or iPhone or iPad or whatever, a couple hours out from bedtime because – Basically, without getting too technical, the the blue light is like fake sunlight to us, to our brains and our eyes. So when you're when you look at it, it's like you're seeing sunlight. So your body's like, oh, it's morning. So then it kind of confuses um, your body and the hormones that secrete to make you sleep better. If that makes sense. So last one, these are what's called neat calories. N e a t. One of the best ways to boost your metabolism is to increase your NEAT calories. What that stands for is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It's basically meaning, I'm saying increase your calorie expenditure that is not exercise. So like, take your dog on a walk. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. Park further away at the grocery store. Like these kind of things you know, get a standing desk versus a sitting desk. Like these kind of things that are like non-exercise, technically it's like not in a gym, but it's still activity that burns calories. If you increase your neat calories, you will inadvertently boost your calorie burning that day or your metabolism, so to speak. Because most of our calories we burn each day are neat calories. You know, you go to the store, you go and picking up your kid from soccer practice, you chasing your dog because it's trying to chase a squirrel. Like most of the calories we burn each day, are not exercise calories. You burn more calories non -ex not exercising during the day than you do exercising during the day. So that's the other reason why strength training is so important because it makes your neat calories burn more. You know, imagine if I said, you know, do your normal daily routine, now put a 50 pound vest on and do your daily routine. You're going to burn more calories just because you have more to carry around. That's why strength training, having a higher protein intake makes you burn more neat calories, if that makes sense. So, all right, guys, that's it. Those are the five. So real quick recap, the five things that's going to help naturally boost your metabolism. Number one, a higher calorie intake. Don't just go straight for low calories, even if you're dieting. Number two, protein intake, half a gram to a gram ish per pound of body weight. Number three, strength training has to be a staple, you know, three to four days a week. Uh, sleep, get your sleep on point, pitch black that room, 
take it or cut out some of the blue light, limit caffeine. And the last one, neat calories. You're not exercise calories. So take the dog for a walk, park further away at the store, um, go on walks with your spouse, um, that kind of stuff where you're burning more calories, where it's not exercising, so to speak. So, all right, guys, that is it. That's the five ways to boost your metabolism naturally. I hope this helped. Uh, if you can, if you get value from this, do me two favors. I have this, this is my, my one or two favors I'm asking of you because I do this podcast for free. I don't charge for it. And I give you some of the best information that can literally change your situation. Like I would go so far to say my free information is better than most people's paid information. Okay. So my one thing I have to ask of you is if someone's coming to your mind right now, if you're getting value from this, I want you to share this with a friend. That's the one thing I'm asking of you is if you're like, oh, wow, that's awesome. I'm going to implement that. You're doing your friends a disservice, not telling them about it because this is here. This is like a pot of gold in the fat loss world and more people need to know about it. So, and I'm all about getting this to more ears organically. Okay. So I want you to, if you got value out of this and you're thinking of somebody right now that could benefit, send this to them, hit the share button, send it to them. And that's, and I would appreciate that a, a shit ton. And if you want to go so far to go over on iTunes, if that's where you listen to it on and leave me a review and a five-star rating, that would mean a shit ton to me as well, because the goal is to get this podcast to more ears because we have, I'm telling you, my biggest goal is to kick the weight loss industry and it's dick and get the right information out because right now there's way too much bullshit information. So once again, I appreciate you being here and thank you so much for this. Um, hopefully you got some value out of it. I will talk to you later.